So the big question is this, how are small firm owners like us who are young, not part of the good old boys club and didn't inherit a ton of money, how do we run and market our firms in a way that helps us get our name, brand, and things that we believe in out to the world and our target audience? How do we do all of that and still remain profitable? These are the questions, and this podcast is my journey to answer these questions. My name is Ryan Shinnebear, and welcome to Attorney Ryan Speaks Gibberish. Hey, so this podcast is actually going to be more practical um, on the law-related side of uh, Louisiana slip and fall cases. I'm doing a motion for summary judgment uh, opposition on a uh, case that the defense, who's Walmart, filed a a summary judgment. Um, Basically, what that means is that the defense wants the judge to decide if my client's case has any merit. And so um, I'm filing an opposition to that. In Louisiana, in order to succeed on a merchant liability slip and fall, so you go into a merchant store, you got to prove a few things, okay? One, a hazardous condition existed. Two, that that hazardous condition uh, was was present for an amount amount of time that the the merchant knew about it or they should have known about it. Okay, so the, either they had actual knowledge or they, they should have known about it because it was just present for so long um, that they did not take proper uh, actions uh, to, to uh, remediate that hazardous condition and that the uh, hazardous condition caused injuries uh, to, to the, uh, the, the patron or the customer. And so here, in my case... Uh, my lady who was actually shopping, uh, she was going into Walmart to get um, some clothes for a funeral for um, a, a relative. He, um, his brother died, and so she was going in to get him uh, some nice clothes that he could wear to a funeral. He was coming in from out of town. And so they were heading into the men's department, and as she's walking down the aisle, her foot lands on a hanger, a clothes hanger that had been uh, left on the floor. She steps on it, and as you can imagine, uh, with a hanger and, and a, um, you know, a slick floor, probably freshly waxed, she goes slipping and sliding. Uh, the relative that was with her said that she basically um, landed in a split. And um, as many adults, uh, more likely than not, should not be landing in splits on the ground. So uh, she ended up hurting herself. When we go back to those four conditions on... Uh, whether or not Walmart's going to be held liable or could be held liable is, was there a hazardous condition? I think, yes. Uh, hangers should not be on the floor of aisles. I think everybody can agree with that. Uh, the other one, did it cause the injuries to the, the customer or the patron? Yes. It's pretty obvious. She was not injured before she walked in. Slipped, did a split, injured herself. Um, because of the hanger on the ground. Now, what's interesting and, and what we've got to decide and, and, and present to the judge is that that hanger was there, either placed by Walmart 
or by another customer for so long that they should have known about it and they should have cleaned it up. And it's very difficult to do when you've got a person who just walked in the store and was walking exactly to where they needed to go. Uh, so they're not in the store for a very long time. And so what courts generally do is they take a look at the totality of the circumstances. So they kind of piece together a bunch of things to see if that requirement could be met, if there's a positive finding that that could be met. And so we know that my client uh, was on the aisle, turned around the aisle, and there were no other customers around whenever she turned onto that aisle. And she was on that aisle for a few seconds before this happened. And she, we also know that um, as, she, you know, as this happened, the people that were with her, her relatives, also noticed that a store employee was close by, not directly in the line of sight, but very close by and would have taken you know, no time to be able to scan the aisle and see that there was a hazard there. Um, and so we know that that happened. Well, through litigation, you do this thing called discovery where you ask questions and request documents from each side. And so through that avenue, through that vehicle, we requested who else may have been working in that area. And they provided us the names of nine people that were in that area or working that area uh, at the time of this incident. And so potentially nine other people, employees of Walmart, should have uh, been able to identify that this hazard was on the floor. Now, we don't know if a customer did it. We don't know if a Walmart employee did it. Uh, what we do know is that the, the hanger, um, where the pictures were taken of it, that it was broken. It was cracked. Um, and so I don't know if somebody pulled it too hard. Um, if it landed on the, on the floor intact and maybe somebody stepped on it. If the client, whenever she stepped on it, if it broke, we don't know any of that uh, at this point because the video, there's no direct video surveillance, which is amazing, right? Walmart's got cameras everywhere, but uh, it just so happens that there's no camera footage of this happening. Uh, what we also know is that the store manager claims to have uh, canvassed this area, where they call it a sweep, um, looking for hazardous conditions. And he said he did that about 15, 20 minutes prior to um, this occurring, this incident occurring, and he states that there was no hazardous conditions. Now, our argument is it probably was there and he missed it. Uh, and if that's the case, they could be held liable. It, um, our argument is also that the nine other employees working that area missed it. Uh, and it was there for a long enough time that my clients who didn't see any other customers at the time that they entered the aisle were the, the victims of, of them negligently missing this item on the ground. Um, and so that's what I've been working on. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird part in the law that puts an onus on or puts a burden on the plaintiff to prove something that they really have a very difficult time proving. So how can you prove how long something was there if you're just walking into a store, right? The, the owner of the surveillance footage has all the control. Um, now, I'm not saying any time you get injured on, on somebody's property, you, you get to get paid. I mean, that, that's not at all what I'm saying, but it is 
very difficult for somebody that is injured and legitimately injured. And we know that this hanger should never have been on the ground. Um, it, it's nearly impossible for somebody to do that, to, to prove that how long it's been there. And so you got to take the totality of the circumstances and, and piece it together and use your common sense and to determine whether or not you know, Walmart would have any fault in this. And so that's what we were going to be presenting to the judge, that yes, based on all the information that we have, they had an ample opportunity to locate this hanger that was on the ground. There was no other um, customers around that had caused this to happen, that uh, it was either there for a long enough time for them to realize it, or heck, one of these nine other employees may have done it and just left it there, kicked it under the uh, clothes rack. And so because we don't know that, we need to go a step further in this litigation. It doesn't mean that we automatically win, but it doesn't mean that we automatically lose. Uh, that's, that's the big issue is if the defense wins a summary judgment, we automatically lose. We don't get to go forward and, and pursue our case. And so that's what we're gonna be fighting about. It's going to be interesting to see what this judge does. I've never been in front of this judge arguing a summary judgment, and so I don't know which way uh, they're going to lean, uh, but it will be, um, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'm sure I'll update you on this. I think we've got a good case um, to show that there was a, a, uh, a period of time before this occurred that that hangar was present, and whether or not that amount of time is enough for Walmart to have notice is a question of fact, which should be presented to the ultimate trier of fact. And that's going to be our, 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 the main crux of our argument. Hopefully we, we jump over this hurdle and we can work to try to get it resolved with Walmart because they're actually pretty good at trying to resolve these things. Um, but I'll keep you updated. Thanks for listening. Have a great one. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, you can follow me on any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok. Uh, search for attorney.ryan or just attorney Ryan. Um, I'd be happy to connect with you. If you'd like to hear more about the show, obviously subscribe, send a review, but also feel free to give me a text 225-939-8549. Thank you. You guys mean the world to me.